1: How do you know what to do when you don't know what to do? When everything you see around you seems to be opposing to everything that you feel inside you. We've all been there, haven't we? And so today, let's talk about going beyond human intuition into spiritual discernment. Good morning. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Coffee, Conversations of Friends of Faith to Encourage and Equip. I'm Kim Crable, your host, and so delighted to be meeting meeting you here again. I hope that our show is always encouraging to you, and I feel like today is an especially good topic, especially for the world in which we live in. Because we're all struggling with times of unrest in our hearts with everything that's going on around us. And, and even though there are times when maybe it seems calm around us, when there's just something inside us that's not, and we struggle with how, what is going on, and what does this mean, and how can we learn from this, and even more, how can this become something that is a guiding factor in our lives? It can happen. The Bible talks to us about it. And the biblical word is discernment, the ability to judge things well. In a spiritual concept, it's a perception uh, in the absence of judgment with a view to obtain spiritual direction and understanding. Big topic, isn't it? A lot to discuss about that. And so to have this incredible discussion about it, to learn from it. I invited my friend Tammy to come on with us. And I'm looking to, to Semeniz, Tammy Simonese, from Florida to come on and to talk. She teaches at, uh, at, the, the, at the collegiate level on this topic and many others. So I want to dig into this. So come on, let's welcome my friend Tammy. Tammy, welcome to coffee.
0: Oh, thank you, Kim. It is an honor and a privilege to be with you today. Thank you so much for inviting me.
1: Absolutely. Well, I guess we should give our, our listening friends a little bit of background about how we met and, and our our uh, our lunch um, in Atlanta. You want to start? <laughs> oh, sure. Yes.
0: Well, it was a, a very nice opportunity. I Um, had asked if we could connect in person I know that when we've had our conversations online they've just gone really well and I remember you reaching out and saying hey can we uh, connect and I said yeah well we can but why don't we do it in person and uh, that that was when you said what and I said yeah I want to hop on a plane and fly and I want to see
1: your face (laughs) one-on-one and that's just what we did we did, and it was so surprising, uh, friends who were listening, because we showed up virtually dressed alike. Uh, it was so funny, and um, we'd never met in person, but it was just like a, a like-mindedness, I think. Uh, spiritual sisters, Even well, I say spiritual si- sisters while everyone thought you were my daughter, which was great to me. But um, but we took, a, we took time to really meet and to, to explore what God was doing, and, and it brought us to this moment. Um, and I'm so thankful that it did, because I believe that today's topic is one, this, this huge word, discernment, is something that maybe we don't understand. And quite honestly, we're not going to understand unless we, uh, until we are maturing in Christ. So let's just start right there, Tammy. Again, thank you so much. And th- th- tell our audience, where, where do you live? Let's just tell them a little bit more about you and uh, what you do. Let's, let's, let's do that really quickly, Tammy. <laughs> Yeah,
0: absolutely. So yeah, I was actually, I was born and raised in Florida. And then I, um, I moved over to California for the last 14 years, um, married to my incredible husband. And, um, we have four children, uh, Coralie, Corey, Dominic, and Lily. And, um, mm-hmm. and so for, for a living right now, um, I am a professor. Um, I am teaching a couple different courses. One is human diversity and Christian community, and one is intro into education. So um, I believe the Lord has called me to pour into the younger generation because they are the legacy that is going to be left here while you and I, Kim, are uh, flying around in heaven. (laughs) That's right. (laughs)
1: That's exactly right. (laughs) And and we better equip them well with all the scriptures. That That is a high calling, you know, to be able to know the word well enough to be able to mentor it and teach it, rightly dividing the word. So that they have that solid foundation uh, because we're going to be leaving our children and our grandchildren in the hands of this this next generation. And I'll tell you what, with some of the people, some of the kids, some of this new generation I'm seeing, I feel like we're going to be leaving them in some really good hands. There's some really strong uh, believers in this new generation. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm hopeful about that. Well, Tammy, yes. okay, so you, let's just jump in here. You wanted to top the topic of our conversation is being disciplined by discernment. Give your thoughts on discernment. What does discernment mean to you? Sure, yeah. Well, I would say first
0: and foremost, discernment is an indication that we have internally when we say, is this a red light, uh, pause, stop? Or is this a green light? We can proceed. And so in order Mm -hmm. to even establish and know whether or not we are having that discernment, because sometimes we're wondering, Lord, is this you or is this me? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And so to to distinguish that, we really need to tackle it uh, right at the core. And what that's going to look like is we are going to have devotion with the Lord in order to know whether or not it's from him, we need to have time set apart to devote to him. Now, that doesn't mean that all day long we're not talking to him, but really if there is a a situation where we need to know, do we go or do we say no, that is when we come to the word. And if what is in our heart that's stirring in our heart, we can rightfully decide by aligning that with Scripture, then we know that's an indication that we can go forward. If it is, if it's adverse to the Word, then we know that is not what God's word God's word, God's word tells us to do, and that's when mm-hmm. we need to proceed with caution and make most likely make a one eighty.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's let's just uh, let's give an example of that. Um, where does discerning start? I mean, walk me into a situation, an everyday type of situation, where, and, and how, do, how does discerning start? Let, let's describe that with our words today to yeah. our listeners. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know,
0: one of the places I'd like to start, um, of course, is the Word of God. But I like specifically in your bur- in your book, um, Burden to Blessing. I really like on page one forty where you specifically have titled that conversation Hearing Aids, and you say mm-hmm. in that book, we invite God to give us discernment, discernment. So we <laughs> need to invite Him in. That is the first thing, because you know, as I as I know that God is a gentleman. And if we mm. if we put blocks and barriers up, he's not going to try to kick those down. He's going to be a gentleman and wait until we invite him in. Lord, please come in. I am struggling with this. I'm having challenges. I don't know what to do. I don't know what decisions to make. Would you please help me in an effort to follow and abide by what you want? It is about what he mm. wants, turning over our will to him and saying, please help me during this time. So that would be and i'm in agreement with you where we would start we would start by mm-hmm. inviting
1: him in mhm i love that, that that's that's the relationship because it does say in second 2 timothy 2:7 2, the lord gives discernment and understanding so you're right it can't come from, from anyone else but how does that um how does that feel uh, tammy i mean like i know is it true that in so many situations like right now we have listeners that are listening and we're all in this in some way or the other. And it's like, you're thinking, okay, I am, I am sitting here and I am, I'm seeing one thing, but I'm sensing that there's something more going on. You know, how how do we carry through with that? And I love that thought about asking, like, how do we, how do we help our, where do our listeners go from there? What is the next step? Yeah,
0: I would say, that, that it would be a process and a journey that I would say what we would be doing as we're spending time in the word, as we're spending time in prayer, we would definitely mm. want to go before the word um, and, and just talk to him and, and pray to him. And, and when I think about praying, I just think about having a conversation just like you and I are having right now. We're just talking yes. to him from our heart. Um, And we're just asking him in a conversation, what's going on? What can you do, Lord, to help in this situation? I think that um, worship in the form of whatever posture you'd like to take, that can look like uh, music, that can look like we were talking before, reading your word, going into prayer, getting wise counsel from others Mm. who have maybe journeyed through that situation. So really discernment is stirred up by the Holy Spirit. When we're being mm-hmm. still, him, we're yielded to him, and we are are not distracted, which is easy. I don't know if I'm the only one here, but, uh, you know, <laughs> I can tell you right now, my thoughts wander at sometimes uh, a lot, and I, I feel sometimes burdened and troubled by wondering thoughts because our mind mm-hmm. is extremely roving. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, absolutely. I love you know. where you put, ho- I love where you say, holy. Spirit or Holy Flesh? What do you mean by that? I, I, that just captured my mind. Holy Spirit or Holy Flesh? What, how, what does that have to do with discernment?
0: Yes, that, that, thank you for asking me that. Because when you're wrestling, you know, in the Word, it talks about how we're, our flesh is constantly wrestling with the Spirit, right? And right. so, what? yeah, I would break that down into three different parts. I would say mm-hmm. in, in something very simple, not getting too uh, drawn out or lengthy, but just convincing it, saying, okay, if you're doing Holy Spirit versus Holy Flesh, so it would look like the flesh would be condemnation versus mm-hmm. the spirit, which would be conviction, right? Mm-hmm. So you have That's
1: conviction what. would be
0: flesh. Conviction would be uh, of the spirit. Now, now going to the second part of this because I said that there were going to be three areas. The the second one would be a fleshly desire, you know, versus mm-hmm. deliverance, being delivered from that fleshly desire that we're all trying to wrestle and tackle with uh, daily. I think you know, there's it's it's hard, um, and so it's right. a constant discipline, you know. Um, yes. such a discipline for that. I think there's a couple people um, that have written a book on just having that discipline and knowing how to discipline yourself. Gosh, you know, and, and, and here's the third part. It's it's the flesh, likes the satisfaction, the pleasure, right? It's like a microwave society. And God, yes. yes, he can work quickly. He can. He's still in the miracle business and he can change in an instant. However, usually what I found is it's more of a crock pot, right? We're just like marinating right. that. of the -hmm. the flesh wanting that quick is actually a process of sanctification you know for the Mm -hmm. spirit of going through that walking out that salvation walking out that and 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 being sanctified so those would be the three areas where i'm saying well what is holy spirit versus holy flesh just to wrap it up condemnation versus conviction desiring of things of the flesh versus being delivered and going for satisfaction of the flesh and that pleasure versus sanctification; those are the those are the extreme opposition of each other.
1: I love that. I love, we are we aren't we, Tammy? Aren't we in such a world where we just? I mean, not. I mean, I hear people blowing their horns in the fast food lines because the fast food lines are not fast enough. It's like we are in a world of like, I want it, I want it now. You know, this instant gratification, I think, is just, um, and it's causing us to to, to jump ahead. You know, I, I always say don't make a move until you know what move to make because I've made so many moves in the wrong direction in the past, and I've learned the hard way that I wasn't waiting on that discernment. Discernment takes time, doesn't it? It sure does.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it does you, take time. You know, like... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, well, I was just going to piggyback off of what you said, because it's with all the access of information um, that has, has given us the ability to increase our knowledge, whether it's truth or it, it's a lie, um, it's, we're just being forced dead, uh, significantly with so much information, which has driven out discernment. And, you know, it's caused us to be more robotic logic.
1: Yes. Yes, that's exactly right. And it's almost like we're in the world that we live in today. It's, and maybe it's always been this way, but not, not in my lifetime. Um, so maybe it's been this way in the past. But it's almost like society wants us to just um, get in line and do what we're told to do and and, and not talk any, you know, no, nothing distressing about Uh, Make no dialogue that's distressing according to what society is dictating. And that's why I think the scripture that you provided here of 1 John 4.1 is so important where it says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. Tammy, this is more important right now. This is crucial for our time in so many areas of our lives, not just not just when we walk into church on Sunday mornings. The discernment has to be when we're out in the tough times of life, right? Right, absolutely, when you're in sick of it. That's where
0: our, I think our character is really, um, for, for our own personal even showing of where we are and how we are conducting ourselves we get to see it's it's more about responding than reacting so when we're placed in a situation you hear we're saying lord give me patience or give me you know just a little bit more of peace and then he puts us in a position to see well how are you going to respond versus react in that situation and it's more of us for us to see where we are and that's the same thing with prayer you know that prayer is more for us to see where we are with him he knows where we are he knows our heart yeah he knows we we can fool people left and right we can we can wear a mask a, a proverbial mask is what i'm referring to here um yes and we yeah. can wear that and show something other than what's in our heart but the good news is, is he knows our heart and so when we're in a situation and we we're, we're responding versus reacting it makes all the difference of how we are bearing the fruit of who we are identifying as if we're calling ourselves a Christian. And that means more than just believing, because we know Satan believes, that is following. That is an action word of walking out every day, making a decision of how we are going to bear the fruits of the Spirit and allow other people to see those.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes it is going to go completely against the grain of what is being said around you. Or even, have you ever gotten in a situation where your discernment was just so uh, counterintuitive to what you would have ever done, or what what people would expect you to do? And boy, you really had to stand alone in that in that thinking. Absolutely. It happens with me more often than not.
0: Um, you know, mm-hmm. when, when you're, I mean, and it hasn't always been this way. You know, thank God uh, that God did get a hold of me and transform me because it hasn't always been that way. So when I'm speaking, it's only out of, God's goodness and mercy and grace that He's transformed me because I, in, in retrospect, you know, I'm, I I can tell you that it has just been a very long journey, and uh, and so it's actually a nice position to be in because I'm thinking whenever I meet people, I'm going, oh yeah, I recognize that I'm familiar with that. That was the old, and I can tell you how the new self can take. Take place by the Holy Spirit and get into that conversation with them. So yes, I just wanted to make sure that I set that foundation up. That this is this is a journey that you know hasn't always been mm-hmm. my entire life. Um, but yeah, so so standing in, uh, standing against the grain, uh, against you know uh, that, that that path being narrow and um, having mm-hmm. to stand alone, and uh, that has happened even in the Christian community where there will be differences. And um, and I'm not always uh, standing with the majority, I, I, I have to say. It's unfortunate, but, you know, that's a, a part of continued growth and development within our own community so that we as Christians can stand in unity and not be divided. Because if we're divided within our own community, my goodness, what do those who don't believe think of us, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, what you said there, and, and listeners, I want you to really – take close attention to what uh, Tammy said, because I'm going to bring that a scripture to that because people are saying, I want discernment. I want, I want greater discernment. I want to be able to be able to make those, those callings without, without judgment. I want to be able to look around and, you know, not just have this human intuition. I want to know that I'm being guided, you know, by my spiritual discernment. And I know that the, the, the question, you know, that all would, that is, just there when you when you mention it well so how do we do that how do we sharpen our discernment how do we gain a greater discernment what do we do you know and the bible gives us this, the answer in philippians chapter one it, there are many scriptures in the bible about this but i just chose this one philippians uh chapter one listen to this this is paul's prayer and he says uh starting at verse nine and this is my prayer he's praying for the believers at that time he said that your love may abound more and more in the knowledge and depth and insight that's of Christ of Jesus. He's saying I pray basically he's saying, I pray that you just so much more fall in love with who God is that you will yes. have that you will be able to discern what is best. So really to have discernment is is birth and grows out of continuation and relationship with Jesus Christ. Absolutely. That's right. That's exactly right. And when you were talking, so to grow our discernment, it it goes back to what you're saying. We spend more time with Him. We get to know Him better. We 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 literally began to take on the mindset of Christ. Is that the way you see that, Tammy?
0: Absolutely. I I, that's the only that's the only posture that we can take. We can't do this on our own. It is nothing of our own self. It's all Him. And when we continue regularly submit and surrender to him he comes in and he takes lead and like i said before he's such a gentleman so he's not going to push his way into our life it is a it's about us coming before the altar laying ourselves down at the throne saying well you know here i am I I didn't get it right again. I've, I have fallen short again, and I need you. I need you. I am a sinner. I am in need of a Savior, and I am just trying to get through this life until I see you, but I can't do it without you. Mm-hmm. And that's really what we want to take.
1: I love, you know, because I know a little bit about you because we did meet and we do have um, – this special connection. Um, I feel like that after we take a, a, a short commercial break, I, I think that now would be a good time. I can, you wear discernment, Tammy. You own it. You talk about it in such a, a passionate way. It seems to me that you've had to use a lot of discernment in your life. And so to get to where you are now, you've, you've alluded to that a couple of times. I've not always been where I am now. It's been a journey. You know, everybody's on a journey somewhere. And in that journey, we can feel so lost and we can feel so helpless. And I just don't know why, but I'm feeling that today a lot of people are feeling that way. Well, I know they are because as a counselor and, and what I do with, within our ministry, I know that. Um, I don't know who's listening today, but I know that we're all seeking to do what's right. We're all trying to test that so we can make the right decisions. So when we get back, I'm going to ask you, can can you give some examples? Take us to where you have been somewhere in your past where you just really needed to have discernment, to get to where you are. Because quite honestly, listeners could be listening to you going, man, she's brilliant, she's bright, and I love her voice, and it's so soothing, it's so calm, and I bet she hasn't ever had a problem in her life. I feel like that. And let's let's talk about that because we know that we all have walked through trials and tribulations. But when we get back, let's let's just have some real talk about some people, about maybe where they are, maybe where you've been, so that they can know that there's hope through this discernment and through their love of Jesus. Can we do that when we get back? Absolutely.
0: I would love to, Kim. Thank you
1: absolutely so we're going to we're going to take a 30 second break and callers i just want to um, listeners i want to remind you if you can lay down that pencil from all the notes that you're taking from all the wisdom that that Tammy is giving if you'd like to call in you most certainly may today you could call 347 324 5246 And press 1. You'll go into a virtual waiting room, and I will be notified that you are there. I will give the last four digits of your phone, and then you can come on air and make a comment, or you can ask Tammy a question. So the number is 347-324-5246. Press 1. We'd love to hear from you. All right, Tammy, we'll be back in 30 seconds. All right. I want to get back to being in my community group.
0: I want to continue having a soccer season. So I can throw parties again. <laughs> so
1: I can go to her parties.
0: <laughs> It'd really be nice to dine in instead of getting delivery for a change. So I can feel safe and protected for myself and my students. We each have our own reason for why we're getting vaccinated against COVID-19. What will yours be? Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org for information on the COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Coffee, Conversations of Friends of Faith to Encourage and Equip. We are live once a week to bring in guests that help us understand different parts of the Bible, share their testimonies. It's just a place where friends meet to just have a real conversation. Before we get back to today's wonderful guest, I'd like to remind you, you can find out more about our ministry if you go to www.kimcrable.com. Dot org. We are planning incredible things for the rest of this year and for 2022. We're taking a Friends of Faith tour and we're selecting 20, 15 to 20 places. We already have almost 15. That's why I hesitate. We may do 20 locations across the U.S. Where we're going to be talking about the ministry of friendship and how important that is and what God says about that. So we'd love to come to your area. We're also always in the process of teaching and bringing forward the Burdens of Blessings uh, transformational message where you discover the power of your story. So if you'd like to know about what's going on with us, we would love to share that with you. As a matter of fact, we'd love to have you be a part of everything that we're doing. So you can uh, check us out, www.kimcrable.com or www.rosesandrainbows.org. Check us out. We would love to have you a part of our team. All right. Well, we're going to continue this incredible conversation with Tammy Semeny from Florida, who is a college professor, teaches on the things that we're talking about today. So um, grab your pens and, and pencils and take notes. Tammy's given some incredible information with her wisdom. Tammy, thanks again, friends, for joining us. I know that you're a busy lady, and I just want to thank you for giving us this, this time.
0: Oh, thank you so much again for having me, Kim. It is an absolute pleasure. Yeah,
1: I'm excited about doing some things in the future. We'll do some T V and more radio. We'll I'd like to do like a three segment part on something like this and bring in different guests. It's just it's such an important part of our spiritual life that I don't know. I will tell you for so many years I didn't understand discernment. I knew I had this battle inside me. I knew that I was that there was something inside me that was trying to guide me in a, in a way, but I did, I didn't really understand it. Um, and I feel like that that's what a lot of people are struggling with now that God is speaking to them. The Holy Spirit is speaking into them, uh, with their discerning spirit, but there's, there's just not clarity of what that is. So I want to bring clarity to that today. I think the greatest discernment is for us when we realize that Jesus is calling us unto himself. And for our listeners, if you feel like that you've never made that connection with Christ, if you've never, you know, offered uh, yourself to him to begin a relationship with him, you know, God is always uh, working in our hearts, beseeching us to come into him, inviting us uh, to come to him with our burdens, to cast our cares upon him because he cares for us. So that is a voice that that you can always hear, and you can always turn to him for whatever you may be going through today, but as we're making decisions and we're trying to guide our life, tammy the the Holy Spirit is there for discerning. so t- could you tell us a time in your life maybe where you were really you were really in need of the Holy Spirit to discern and give you direction? Oh,
0: sure, yes, uh, that's one that I'd have to really uh, condense because there's so many times that I can tell you through the struggles of just even, I, I'm starting from middle school to high school to college and after, um, just wrestling with the flesh and, 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 and having my own idea of, you know, I'll pull God out when I want him, but I was really claiming to be a Christian, but I'll tell you what, I was an absolute buffet Christian. I would pick and choose what I desired, and I'm thinking, well, God will forgive this, and he, and, and I'm still going to heaven. There is no doubt in my mind during those times, I was so deceived, I was so blinded, Thinking I can say and do and experience what I like, and oh, God will forgive me, and I still get to enter the gates of heaven. And it wasn't until I really understood what discernment meant, and that that was caused from a supernatural experience. Experience because our God, as you know, is supernatural. So mm. that was the transformation that took place. But going through and back through those times, I mean, the struggle with, with everything, with different immoralities, uh, you know, of every sort, of, of making idols of things, you know, when it came to, to being uh, a materialistic um, and to, to filling the voids with things that um, would temporarily numb you and only to know the next day and after you would still have that anxiousness or that depression because there's nothing, no no amount of finances, no roof over your head, no luxury car, no yacht on the water, no, no individual, whether it's a female or a male, nobody in your life or, or any kind of um, avoidance. Uh, anything that would fill the void in your life will absolutely really authentically fill you except the Holy spirit. Now I'm pretty hard headed and I, and I feel like I am not the quickest learner when it comes to wanting what I want versus what God wanted for me. And I would continuously do the same thing. And I know this is insanity, but I really was, I was doing the same thing (laughs) over and over expecting a different result.
1: Mm-hmm. and it was
0: a blindness mm-hmm. it was a veil that was over me and this entire time I'm telling you what Kim I believed without a shadow a shadow of 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 thinking I am going to heaven I am going to meet Jesus and then I started to read the word and over and over again I realized uh I cannot be lukewarm. He will sit me out, that that path is narrow, that I have to be set apart, that if I say, Lord, Lord, he's going to look at me and say, I never knew you. Mm. And that was a wake-up call. That was a big mm. wake-up call. And when you have that encounter and you have that transformation, can you never, ever, ever want to go back? And not only do you not want to go back, you want to help. Beggars want to help other beggars find food. Sinners want yes. to help other sinners find that grace. And that mm-hmm. is what the new mission and agenda is. I understand the beggar. I understand the sinner. And I understand what it means now to really love Jesus with all of our heart, all of our soul, and all of our minds. And it is a place of peace. And it is a place where you want to rest because that's what God gives us. And it is incredible. And I'll never, ever go back to the old self because I've been renewed. And that's what I want for every single listener because it is possible. It is possible. And I never realized it until 2020 vision took place with, with God's eyes and not mine.
1: Mm. I love that testimony. Every time you talk about it, I love it because that is the hope that we have in Christ. And that is that, that is where our passion comes from. That's why we don't stop. That's why we keep going. And I think that's why, you know, discernment is, it talks about looking at others. Or, and looking for directions without judgment, and when Tammy, when we and we talked about this for so long, and, and my I've made so many mistakes, I've fallen down so many times. I you know we we deal with things. We everybody has dealt with something, but when you are like the Samaritan woman and you run right smack dab into Jesus and you realize He's been waiting there at the well for you all along, and you receive His mercy and His love. You know, you, the last thing you want to do is, is judge someone. Isn't that true? The last thing is you don't want to carry out judgments because you know what it's like. And for anyone who has been judged and then received God's grace through that discerning power and through the power of just his love, you you don't, you understand what it feels like to be judged. And the last thing you want is to do that. It's like you said, you want them to To have that hope. To me, there's nothing in the world better than when I go into a conference or a retreat and I began to speak. And, Tammy, I bet it's like this with you as well. And, listeners, if I could see your eyes, I would hope that this is what happens to you today. But I can go into a room and I can look in the eyes and they're just almost dark because of Mm -hmm. worry and of regret and the, the things of this world and feeling not good enough. And feeling like if only they 'd done this or if they hadn 't done that i mean there is there is a cloud in the eyes, and once you present god 's word and you present your own story and and friends that 's what that 's the secret too you put your story with the word, and that 's what makes the passion come alive and that 's what makes your story believable and that 's what causes other people to get it is when you start to share your story like Tammy just did, and people sense that you know what you're talking about because you've experienced the goodness of God. Tammy, isn't it the most incredible thing? You begin to see the lights come on in people's eyes because God's word never returns void. It's alive and active. And it goes out. The more we seek it, the more it goes out. And it begins to literally light up the inside of people. You see the connection going. And hopelessness becomes uh hope, uh, you know, and and joy, and 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 there's a they walk out a whole lot differently than they walk in, all because of the power of God's promises, and that's powerful.
0: That is powerful, and I love what you said about judgment because one of the things is if people are walking through a trial or a struggle and they're trying to sort out and find their way, and maybe they were they're buffeting it like I was. You know, one of the things that I have found is if you want to know a true believer, that is that is found in their fruit. That is found in the fruit yes. of them. And, 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 and to know that they're carriers of the Holy Spirit, if you are in front of someone and they're claiming to be a, a Christ follower – I'll tell you what, when you're sharing your story with them, no matter what it is, I mean what it is, no matter what it is, mm. there is no condemnation in Christ. So if somebody is standing right. before you, condemning you, then that, that that's a clear indication that person is not walking in freedom. They are walking right. in legalism. And And, you yes. know, I just read this that gosh I'd re- i i read i read a post this morning it says i'd rather attend church with messed up people who love god than religious people who dislike messed up people and yes. i think that did jesus
1: oh. say that did you read that as a book from because that's that was his life <laughs> <laughs>
0: And and, and the bottom line here, Kim, is when you understand and we understand as we're walking together, when we understand that it's not a fleshly battle, it's not the person, it is the spiritual warfare that is trying to tackle us. And that is what we're wrestling with. And we can look past the flesh and say, listen, this is a spiritual attack. This is a spiritual mm-hmm. attack on you. And yes, we do have to take ownership and accountability. You know, we, we can't just pin everything down on not, not having our own free will to choose. But when we're wrestling with something, we need somebody to walk alongside of us who aren't going to condemn us, who isn't going to condemn right. us, who's going to wake us yes. up, who's going to affirm us, who's going to encourage us, who's going to give us the truth with love. That's how Christ yes. walks. He gives us that truth yes. with love right? And we're gentle about it. We're kind about it.
1: Absolutely. And it's almost like, it's almost like a a parental relationship. It's like a, a, you know, you're, you are guiding that person um, hand in hand, step-by-step loving them into the next journey. Tammy, we have a question that uh, has just come through. It says uh, from one of our listeners, and here's the question for you. It says, when you have the discernment that comes from God, Does it bring forth God's peace within? Does it bring in peace within? And that's from Linda, one of our listeners, who just sent in that message, that question. When you have the discernment, does that bring the peace of God within inside you? Well,
0: here's the bottom line. When you are a carrier of Christ, you reside in peace no matter what. So you are a constant carrier of peace. So you should already have, we, should, we, 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 we usually typically carry that piece. Now, there can be a disruption where you're wrestling with something going, something doesn't seem right. You have something internally that in your, your heart is signaling you and, um, and saying, this isn't right. So, so thank you, Linda, for that question because that is a great question. It gives, it gives me an opportunity to even think through that because when you're carrying that piece, you know with the sermon, it's going to stay, right? But if mm. you are wrestling with that question and you no longer have have a peace about it, but you still have your own internal peace, but you're wrestling going, something's off, something's not right, then yes, there's always peace where God's confirmation is. There is a lack of peace where there is a lack of, of Good judgment, and so you will know right away red flags something's off, something's not right now, one of the things to be be cautious about is to remind ourselves to be able to align it with scripture, whether it is a relationship, whether it's something with your work, whether it's something with family, we want to make sure that we are proactive and going forward with scripture so if we can align What we are choosing to move forward with, with scripture, then that could be a a green light. If we cannot, then that's just another red flag that's saying, walk away, something's off, something's off, because we just want to be cautious of not letting our feelings get in the way. Our feelings can be inconsistent, unstable, and not reliable, so we definitely don't want to be playing on our emotions, because the enemy tries to tackle us through our thoughts, and that's why it's important Mm -hmm. to hold all of our thoughts captive. And make them obedient to the word of God because he will use our minds to steer us in the wrong direction. It's of the heart that we need to operate. And when Jesus owns our heart, we have peace going forward in the decisions that we're making.
1: I love that. And Linda there's a which she knows this but a good scripture to go with that is what you're talking about John 14:27 uh, Jesus speaking peace I leave with you my peace I give you you know and so if he gives us that peace I love what you said it's almost like driving down the road, and you have the markers on each side of the road, and that's your lane, if you start to go, at least with my car, if, I, if you start to go outside the lane, you get this uh, this, this shaking, this, uh, uh, and it lets you know that there's something wrong, and I think that that, that, is, that is that sense, that that's discerning, because you'll have discernment, even good to, that you're going to do something right, or you have the discernment when, red flags when you're about to step into something that we know is is not in line with God's word. And, and you brought up a good point there that I want to, to dive into really quickly. Not all thoughts are created equally, you say. Not all thoughts that we have, they can, the enemy is there to fool us. And that's why discernment is so important, correct? Because we can have yeah. these thoughts of, of like, that could be really good thoughts. And it's like, oh, well, I could line that I could line that up with the scripture uh if I kind of pick and choose the scripture but it's not really it's because even the enemy used what God had said with Eve right he just took it he just uh altered it just enough to make it not true at all so let's talk about that for those who are struggling with okay well I'm hearing something I'm not really sure discernment you say not all thoughts are create, created equally right yes well that's true because one of the
0: things is you know discernment and and, and I I think I shared a little bit this uh, about this before but discernment is such a, a a major artery in the vein of Christ you know that that operates out of good and evil and you know what it says in yes. the word You know, the end times that people are going to call good evil and evil good and light dark and dark light. And so it's like, really, how do you sift through to know whether or not this is something of the Lord or something of the world? And really, to to obtain that authentic discernment, we have got to house the Holy Spirit. We have to be dependent on that still small voice that drives us beyond human intuition and into the spirit-filled atrium of God. If we are not in his heart and he is not in ours, we are going to go wayward fast. And all of a sudden, mm. we were on a mission and we end up on a completely different journey because our heart was they were not our heart was not calibrated. And that's so so important to calibrate our heart to know the compass of our heart has to be guided by the Lord. If it's not, we will literally end up somewhere outside of his word and think truth is a lie and lie is a truth and we can't got, get caught up in that trap because the enemy is prowling around like a, like a roaring lion trying to kill still and destroy and he can't do it if we are guarded by the word so we need mm. to know our word we have to feed ourselves we can't be dependent mm. on one meal on sunday
1: every day we have to feed ourselves with the word of god Mm-hmm. That's right, and we cannot depend on other people to feed us. Right? We cannot. Even their good intentions are not anything we can. We can have that as a, as a backup. We have good counselors. We have good friends that can affirm us in the word, that can even, you know, answer questions. We have times like this where we have those who are wise among us to, to share. But we we have to take responsibility for our own relationship with Christ. And once we, you know, at first we think, oh, I don't know about that. But once you start reading the word, oh, my gosh, it's it's addictive. <laughs> you just You realize what it's like to be in God's presence and the love and the comfort and the guidance that you get from it. It makes you want to go uh, to his word more and more. Oh. oh,
0: yes, for sure. If there's one thing that I can say off of that that I believe with you is Christ is irresistible, irresistible, mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, he is he is it's just like you were saying you you want more and more and more because you don't you, you just keep on desiring that and, and there's never really a fix which I think is so beautiful it's like why we continue to hunger and thirst for him because it's like I want more I want more whatever you think your favorite entree is or your favorite dessert is it's like yeah. he surpasses that he surpasses it and it's irresistible it's addicting and it is such an amazing experience when you have that. And it's like, don't you want everyone to have that? It's like you want, you want to box it up and just give it to everyone. You know, it's like, it's like, yeah, life is like a box of chocolates. Life is like a box of scriptures. You just want to give everybody
1: more and more and feed them. And, and you know what? That brings up a good point as well because I'm thinking about, I'm trying to think of what what someone may be asking right now, and I'm thinking, you know, one of the things that I think is so critically important, just like you were talking about the box of chocolates, the box of scripture, is that it is one one nugget at a time. It is one scripture at a time. A lot of times we're discerning, we're trying to discern, okay, in what neighborhood are we living in or what church we go to. You know, a lot of times we, we start taking the steps, one step at a time, and God may not write it in the sky. I want you to attend this church. I want you to live in this neighborhood. He may, you may have to step. You step into action, and you go to the first neighborhood. You go to the first church, and you rely on that that inner peace. How how God is making you feel. How it how it aligns with Scripture. In other words, what I'm trying to say, listeners, is this: Don't expect God to just send you an email that says this This is what I want you to do today. It's a walk-by-walk, scripture-by-scripture, moment-by-moment uh, moment sometimes uh, relationship with him. And with that, I remember, Tammy, one time I was teaching and one someone said, well, I, I don't get that. Why doesn't God just tell me, why didn't he just tell me what to do um, so that I know what to do? And I was talking to a group of men at that point, and you know, they're very action-oriented. Just tell me what to do, I'll do it. And he looked at me with these, this, you know, hurt eyes. He's like, well, why doesn't God just give me my orders for the week or give me the plan for the week and I'll go do it. He can trust me. I can do it. And I looked at him and I said, there's so many answers that I could give to that question, but I'm going to answer it with this one. Because he loves you too much. He wants to walk with you. He doesn't want to just give you a plan and say, now go do it. He says, I want to walk with you each step. And he knows that if he just gives us the plan, we're going to run off without him. And he wants, he loves us that much. And that's really the root of discernment, isn't it, Tammy, walking with him? I do.
0: I do believe that. And, and I, I believe going off of what you were saying, you know, when you had said something about um, and we were talking about life is like a box of chocolate. chocolate. That's life. That is life. You yes. never know what you're going to get. However, just saying like the book instead of the box, the book of scripture, you always yes. know what you're going to get. And that yes. is the difference. And, and yes. sometimes people are wrestling like... What is my purpose? What am I supposed to be doing? Where? Who am I supposed to be married to? Am I supposed to stay in this relationship? Am I supposed to live here? Am I supposed to go, go here? And it is really dwindling down to, you know what? Go where your ministry is. God has a purpose for you. God has a plan for you. He has put a ministry in everyone's heart. Love, love who he puts in front of you love mm-hmm. your neighbor, love those around you. We if we want to just condense the Bible to two things and say, okay, this is it. We love God. We love others. When we're doing that, we have mm-hmm. that peace. We have that peace that surpasses understanding. We have contentment. We have joy. We know we're going to have trials. We know we're going to have tribul- tribulations. It's not an easy walk when we're walking out our faith. It really isn't. But I'll tell you what. It's peaceful, and it's filled with contentment. And we can understand from where the Lord has taken us to where he's, taking, where he's taking us when we are walking out loving him and loving others. He will just guide us. We don't have to try to figure every single thing out. We don't have to try to because guess what? We, you and I both know that his ways are higher. We're not going to know mm-hmm. all the answers. But we do know mm. who has the, And that's right. all that matters.
1: Mm-hmm. And what peace that brings to my soul this morning. What, you know, what, what, a, what a sense of um, comfort that that brings. And, and to you, my friends and listeners, I, I hope that you hear all this with a sincerity of belief that this is not... Pie in the sky, Pollyanna. This is these these are not just empty words. You know, Tammy Tammy knows, and and she she has struggled like I have struggled, like you're struggling. Um, you know, there we, there have been struggles with addictions. There have been struggles with trying to figure out who we are. We struggles of who we're to marry, what's next. Struggles of. Do I matter? I mean, all of these are things that, that I've struggled with, that Tammy struggled with. So, You know, the hope and, and what we're talking about is this, is that it really does just begin with your relationship with Jesus. And he stands there today and he does not stand there condemning. He looks at you and with extended hands and he says, come to me. I know you are weary. I know you are burdened. Please come to me. He has made the path straight for us, my friends. He sent his son, his only begotten son who gave of his life so that you and I could live this life, to have this discernment. I can't say this enough to you. Please don't wonder if you have a relationship with Christ. Please don't just hope that you do. Know that you do. Start it today. Begin it today. As a matter of fact, Tammy, for anybody right now who is listening and they're going, oh, my gosh, I just realized I'm not sure. I don't know that I know that I know Jesus. Would you just lead them in a prayer so that they can just know? Because that's where everything begins, friends. That's where your new life, new hope begins. So, Tammy, for anyone who is listening who just says, I don't know, would you lead them through a prayer?
0: Absolutely, thank you. It would be my privilege, and so I just i first of all i I come to you, I relinquish anything of me, Father, I am not impressive. I have nothing to offer outside of your voice, so I ask that you would mute the flesh right now in the name of Jesus, and that you would be the one who has this platform, that this time and this glory will be all given to you, Father. I ask right now that those listeners who are tuning in to hear a word, Father, that you would speak to them, Lord, that you would, your, your voice is edifying, Lord, that you are the keeper of all things that you are the one who is surrounding us at all times. Lord, your word says that you will never leave us. You will never forsake us. There may be moments of time where it seems like you're silent, you're quiet. And where are you, Lord? But you're there. You are there, Lord. You never move. You are the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, Lord. And it's we, it's us that move. And so we ask to come back to you. Come back to the place that you have us. Come back to that heart of, Lord, of what that song says, come back to the heart of worship, Lord, and to come back into your presence, Father. I love like when, when Brother Lawrence, he just talks about having the presence, being in your presence. That is something that we just, we come before you and we surrender to you, Lord. We ask that you would continue to renew our heart and our mind. We need you. We're not perfect. We don't need the perfect words to say. Sometimes it's just, Lord, help. Lord, help we don't have to have a certain amount of education or knowledge. We don't even have to have every single part of scripture to know that we can say, Jesus, I need you. I need you, Father. I need a different purification in my heart because what I'm trying to do on my own is exhausting. I'm hitting a brick wall. I can only use my strength so much before I'm worn out and weary, and I cannot do it alone. I cannot do it alone. I'm so tired. I'm so broken. I'm so tired of being anxious and depressed and down, I, I just want more of you. But I have to, I say, Lord, let me not be selfish anymore. Let me not make an idol out of anything, Lord. Let you be first and foremost in my mind, Lord, in my heart. So I just ask that today, that you give us a, a renewing of our minds and our hearts, that you shower us with who you are, Lord, we come before you. The throne is yours. The glory is yours. We are nothing without you, Lord. You, you created us, and we are your children, and we need you. We need you, and yes. we need each other, Father. So I ask that every listener that's, that's tuning in right now, Father, I ask that you would send them somebody to walk with them, Father, that would help them along the way, that would be, be somebody that would cultivate these strong relationships with them, that would disciple them that would mentor them, Lord. And I ask and I believe right now in the name of Jesus that you are going to bring healing to them. I believe that you are going to bring comfort and peace, that today is the day that is yours and that we are going to rejoice in the things that you are going to do. And not only are you going to believe a renewed mind and a transformed heart on these on these listeners, Father. But what you're going to do is you are going to raise up a nation in them. You are going to bring them as warriors in you. You're going to use them to not just be discipled, but they're going to grow so strong and so mature in Christ that they're, they're going to disciple others. They're going to mentor others. They're going to walk through it, Father, that we don't know how long the season's going to last, but we know that with you, we are going to get through mm-hmm. anything, Father. So right now, I pray in the name of Jesus that every, every ear is perfect to you, that, that you would guard their hearts and their minds, that when they hear, that you would give them ears to hear, that you would give them eyes to see, that they would be a champion of you and that the enemy yes. would be and stay defeated, that he is not going to win, that no weapon formed against them right now will prosper, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you are armoring them up, that they are willing that home of salvation that they have the breastplate of righteousness on, that they are having the belt of truth on, that plant, their feet are planted right now, Father, in peace, that they have that sword, Father, that they have that shield of faith. They are fighting against any fiery darts, Father. I just ask right now that the name of Jesus would be the name above all names written on their hearts and that they would come to you, they would bow before you, and that they would have discernment, a discernment that lasts mm-hmm. until we do again. In the name of mm. Jesus, I pray. Thank you, Father mm. God. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. What a powerful prayer. And listeners, if anyone prays that, if anyone would like uh, additional information, please contact uh, me. You can go right here on Up To Me Radio. You can go on. You can uh, like our page there. Reach out to me or go to www org. we will send free bibles to new believers let us know how we can serve you tammy what a pleasure it's been having you a sold-out warrior for christ and each day her one mission is to help others know christ winning souls to christ and my friend you have a powerful way of doing that and i thank you so very much for joining me this morning Thank you, Ken. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. Let's do it again sometime. Absolutely. And friends, for you who are, are um, joining us, again, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for allowing us to come into your homes, into your offices, into your cars, wherever you are. And I pray that this coffee truly has been a conversation that has encouraged and equipped you. And I look forward forward to seeing you next time. Goodbye, everybody.
0: To learn more about Kim's books, teaching materials, or to invite Kim to speak at your event, please visit KimCrabel.com.
1: Thank you for joining us today. And remember, to learn more, please visit KimCrabel.com.